Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Gregory, what's going on, dude? What is going on, everybody? What's going on? We got a, we got a lot. There's a lot of little shit going on. You know what I mean? That's what's going on. Tons of little stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes you get up and you look at the news. You like, I don't know how you guys do it. I know, Greg, you, you're up a little late, and you kind of send some stuff over in the evening, and I'll wake up a little early, and I'm like, all right, what's going on here? Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like uh, I get up. I take the kids to school. I have to get up early because they start school earlier. And so I just, you know, like look at my shit, see what's going on, drop them off. And, uh, you know, there's just like sometimes we're just like, this is it. Like we have to talk about this. Uh, and today it, or even the past couple of days, it's really been like there's just been a little collection of things that are going on that's all interesting. Uh, but nothing mm. like crazy. You know what I mean? Like no needle mover. You know what I'm saying? If that hmm. If that makes sense. Mm. Needle mover. Yeah, I would, I would say the whole Tucker Carlson thing was a, a little moved the needle a little. Yeah, I thought that was the biggest thing. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, bro. And, and it's not done yet. But at the same time, to be you know to be me, uh, I, you know, is it going to move the needle? I'm not sure. I don't. I mean, I don't, to I don't move know. Dave's needle, there's just going to have to be a bomb that drops. A bomb that drops. <laughs> well, Dave's <laughs> needle's so fucking big that he's going to need some <laughs> big ass, uh, yeah. you know, story to move that a, big dick needle. I need a Hiroshima vibe. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, here's the thing. I, I, yeah, there's like there's big dick energy, and then there's big dick needle. Okay. Yeah, big dick so needles. So you need that big dick energy to move that big dick needle. Yeah. You know what mm. I'm saying? I think it's good. I, honestly, like I've, I've been watching some people's reactions to it. You know, pool watching other. You know, just random, random variations of it. My wife's actually been she's been keeping up with it. It's interesting. She doesn't get into politics like crazy, but she has been. And uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's like. Uh, you know, I think we've been talking about it for a long time that that obviously the way the Democrats work and kind of their game plan is going to be, hey, we got to just say what we can. And they had full control over the the video. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when uh, you get what's his name, Schumer coming out, and I, uh, I don't know how deep you guys want to go with this real quick, but when Schumer comes out and he makes this video, which I actually saved in my TikTok, and he was talking about how devastating this is, yeah, and how. The people saw it with their own eyes. I'm like, well, they saw what you posted with their own eyes. Yeah. But they didn't see what was the other side of things. Well, their side is the only side. That's to them. Yeah. Like, what you saw and what they allowed you to see is all they want you to see and know. And that is where their frustration is. And to be fair with you, to Tucker Carlson's uh, point, uh, it was not just Democrats who were mad about this. Yeah, uh, exactly, bro. Mitch McConnell comes out and talks about how disappointing it is. Like, it, it's it's a very bizarre situation, um, and I really don't see how it's a bad thing. I, well, I, this is dangerous to our democracy, Dave. 
It is uh, to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys can't know the truth. <laughs> yeah. It's dangerous. I mean, I mean, for them to know like exactly what went on on security footage, yeah. other than what they, they have allowed to tell you. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's dangerous to our democracy. Yeah, it's kind of like being well, in court. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Greg. So I, I was just going to say, I brought this article that kind of sums up who was all opposed. They all came out yesterday. There was like this whole barrage of mm-hmm. GOP. I mean, it's it's Mitch McConnell. It's Mitt Romney. It's yeah. Tom Tills, Kevin Kramer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let alone uh, Chuck Schumer kind of getting his panties in a bunch about this Tucker Carlson. Well, yeah, he's. I feel like Chuck Schumer went on a, a being even a farther horrible. He cannot show this. He went on like the Senate floor on the. I have that video on the floor and was like doing a speech. These yeah. guys just went in front of yeah. some reporters. Yeah. He went on the floor those... and had to do a grandstand. Yeah. It's so, interesting. Like this, this article kind of shows the video of Mitch McConnell first, and then it yeah. goes into. Uh, Tom Till saying that this is bullshit. Yeah. What's I, I just want to know like, down, what's bullshit? What is what is bullshit? So you listen know? to what he says. He he actually tells you what the bullshit is. So first up is uh McConnell. This is a quick little video. Should be at least, I don't know. Very serious concern about the release of this footage. The turtle. Look at that guy's neck. My concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, It was a mistake, in my view, for... (laughs) This is tough. To <laughs> yeah. So Quit tough. the video. Jesus. Like the it's turtle like, needs to well, get this, to, put the turtle to death. This is mom for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and like, whoa, bro. This is. Are you awake? Correct. So, yeah. What we McConnell. Said. See, I, listen. <laughs> You're talking. Was, you'd be off the show in a heartbeat, bro. If that's how you brought, if that's what you brought to the table. Uh, like, come I mean, on, man. Do we have so to? This, this have next to guy guys? is Tom Tills, dude. God damn. This Tom Tills guy will tell you what he thinks is bullshit because he was down there, okay? He saw the police getting brutalized and he saw the mm. crowd just yeah. acting like feral beasts. Okay. Oh. Feral beasts. Is, um, right. is this a lie? I think it's bullshit. I was down there and I saw maybe a few tourists, a few people who got caught up in things, but when you see police barricades breached, when you see police officers assaulted, all of that, or you had to be in close proximity to it. If you were just a tourist, you should have probably lined up at the visitor center and came in on an orderly basis. Yeah, yeah, we fucking whatever, dude. Boo hoo. You know, I'm, listen, we've all acknowledged uh, that there were situations that were rough, dude, and yeah. that there were situations that were not good and possibly even violent. You know what I'm saying? Well, like and, this- and how a lot of people, well, how some of those people that were like pushing through barricades and stuff isn't what was described as the tourist part. It was that everyone that actually got inside was were acting like tourists, taking pictures of the building, you know, exactly. getting, like, the papers that were set out, like, oh, look at this. Yeah, I mean, what they're yeah. doing is they're trying to pinpoint one experience that they had, and what Tucker's doing is showing you the rest of the experience that was also part of it, not yes. just... Because see, it's yeah, easy it's to like, take yeah, these clips. Because like we already got like everybody's experience from yeah. the footage that they isolated, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. From the uh, forty-four thousand or forty-one thousand hours, however much it is. Yeah. 
It's this, like, yeah, like he's Tucker's telling the story of the rest of the footage yeah. that we've never seen before. Yeah, because there's more to the story than that. And that's what he's trying to say. Yeah, no, yeah, he's he's I don't think he's I mean, he kind of is. But it, but I think most people are perceiving this in the way that, yeah, you had your time to tell whatever side of the story you wanted to tell. Now it's the rest of everybody else's yeah. time. Yeah, to me, it seems weak on their part. And I think most people understand that when these guys come out and say it's bullshit and, and you see Schumer, it's just like this is a fucking travesty to the nation. Uh, well, you know, here's the deal. Like, you can't go to <laughs> yeah. you can't go to a jury and just show them the violent murder that happened. You have to show the lead up to the murder as well. If you have the video, uh, maybe there's a reason that the murder happened. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what they need to do. You can't just withhold evidence because it doesn't favor your your case. Is even what I'm even to say. in court, there's always two sides of the story. Absolutely, and you can't be pissed off that somebody brought their side. And so, uh, listen, to what he's doing is good. It's a, I think it's a good thing. Uh, the, if you notice the men that are that are complaining are people that I don't even want in office anymore anyway. So they're a bunch of homers. You know, they're a bunch of rhinos, and they're. <laughs> You know, like that's what they're doing. Well, dude, you said you had the video of uh, Chuck Schumer, right? I do. Yeah, it's in my TikTok. We could we could pull that up real quick. And I mean, what he's saying is is because that that one was like ridiculous. I was like, oh yeah. my god, this guy's in. He's it's, afraid of something. Oh, dude, this is this is the ultimate in fear bait right here, dude. This is what he's this is what he's good at. Yeah, I, so many others who were here in the Capitol, and millions and millions of Americans are just furious. Mm with Tucker Carlson and Kevin McCarthy <laughs> today. And he's going to yeah. come back tonight with another segment. Yes, he is. Fox News should tell him not to. Oh, no. Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, tell Carlson not to run a second segment of lies. You know it's a lie. You've admitted it's a lie. Freedom of speech, bitch. And Speaker McCarthy is every bit as culpable Yeah. as Mr. Carlson. <laughs> Speaker McCarthy's decision to share security footage with Fox looked like a mistake from the very beginning. But after last night, it looks like a disaster. Disaster. <laughs> hey, listen, it goes on for another minute and 22 seconds of nonsense. But this man, Schumer, he just looks like the kind of what guy a that... cancel culture bitch, dude. Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy that puts a cassette tape in every morning that tells him he loves himself because he just hates himself. I, I think that this man <laughs> yeah. hates America. I think he hates himself. I think you he... are worthy. Yeah. Like, I do love me. You have friends. Yeah. He sucks. He's just like... If you really love America, you don't tell c companies to cancel people, okay? You let him say what he wants to say. The video is the video. Yeah. And he also has the right to have an opinion on that video. Now, what your job should be is to say, you can come out and say this. You can come out and say, he's going to air the video and he's going to give his opinion about it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to come out after he does it, and I'm going to give you my two cents on that video. Yeah. And then you can decide as Americans what you feel is the right thing to do. Let him say his piece. And then you come out with a rebuttal. But instead, you come out and just say, lies, 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 lies. Everything's a fucking lie. Well, it should have been all included in the committee investigation in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason why it shouldn't have been released or used during their all the testimony and everything before this. Yeah. Unless you were just trying Agreed. to hide one side of the story. I like how this video on TikTok Which they says, were. I got news for you. There will be dozens of additional deferments. Triple Ds right there. Uh Listen, oh, I, I think wow. people are are realizing that the panic is coming out of they didn't ever want this to be out. They they had a narrative. They had the footage. They didn't need to release the footage. They weren't planning on releasing the footage. 
and they were able to say what they wanted to say because they knew no one else would see it. Well, I mean, they had an, uh, an well, agenda. Well, and I think that you guys were you were on. <laughs> oh, Greg, you cut Chris off. Wait, wait. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead, Greg. Dude, this this thing's on a fucking delay it's like fine. no other. It's so cool. I'm <clears throat> trying to trying to butt in when I can, but um, like it goes against the the footage of what you guys were saying yesterday, and, and like the whole narrative of they need this, they need January sixth, they need Trump supporters yes. are domestic terrorists. Yes, they do. They need this is the worst event since Pearl Harbor. You're right. So I mean, they need this story to win the election in 2024. Well, this is like their main thing. I mean, this is what they're running on. Is the you know the violence from the Trump side? Yeah. So what were you saying, man? The show. No, I was just saying like, this is was their uh, their kind of direction, their agenda. They had a a, a story that was against Trump because now the, he already announced that he's running. Mm-hmm. They had a story against all this that at, up until this point there was no legitimate quote unquote. Uh, evidence of the other side Mm -hmm. and now there is so now their their whole monopoly on this story is gone yeah it is and they're freaking out about it they and they should because now they're just they lost lost the last thing they had yeah well the thing is is listen they're gonna come out and they're gonna lie because that's what they're doing they i know they're saying that tucker's lying uh but they're gonna come out and lie Mm -hmm. okay and so what you get is another situation where some people see what's coming and they know what what the truth is, and some people are just gonna they're gonna do the talking points, man. Schumer comes out, and now Democrats are gonna say, "Well, everything he's saying is a lie," mm. and they just don't even follow the news. They don't actually even watch the videos. Uh, they're just gonna say, "Well, Schumer said it's a lie," then it is a hundred percent a lie, and so there's no reality. There's no fucking reality anymore. Like no shared reality. Uh, half the country thinks a certain way and views things a certain way, and the other half think a certain way and view things a certain I don't, way. I still don't think it's half. I mean, we can say that just because I... I, I think it's, it's easy to say half. it. Uh, yeah, I Dude. think it's easy to say it that way. That's why it's easy to say half the country. Yeah. But well, wasn't there another... Go ahead. There was another segment that came out on Tucker last night about the security guy, right? Yeah, I didn't and get the security that. guard yeah. who... He basically got fired because he actually had to put on a MAGA hat, or he, he thought it was a good idea to put on a MAGA hat to blend in with the crowd, but he's a Biden supporter... And he's like, no, I would never vote for Trump, but I had to put on the MAGA hat to protect myself. Well, it's because he was on his he was on his own at that point. He he called made a call in and requested the evacuation of Senate members, seeing what was going on around him, people coming in. He's like, okay, well, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of people wanting to come in. We need to get these people out, and they denied him. So he went against his orders and kind of just did it himself. Hmm. I haven't watched it. I need to watch exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, Do you yeah. have that video in there, Chris? Uh, I think I have a bookmarked, I think. Of the dude that yeah. Tucker talked to? Yeah, I, don't, I, I just yes. don't know. Is it in there? You see it? Right here. Okay. Here we go. Oh, it's only a minute. Once protesters moved inside the building, Johnson's first concern was the safety of senators. His job was to protect them. In rising panic, he called over the radio for direction and assistance. Even now, two years later, he is baffled by the response he got. I was requesting permission to evacuate the Senate side, um, the Senate chambers, um, because I had a clear line of sight to get them out the Senate door, and I didn't get permission. Um, The dispatcher called a couple times to see if I can get permission. No response. With Yogananda Pittman and his other supervisors unresponsive, 
Johnson says he decided to begin the evacuation of senators himself. The person that I thought was going to authorize the evacuation didn't do it. I wanted to get those members of Congress out as quickly as I could. That's why I initiated um, you know, those evacuations. Me being disciplined, um, it wasn't as important as not getting the members of Congress and their staff to safety. Footage we reviewed mm. seems to... Yeah, so ultimately because of him doing that, he was suspended. And then he, from what I hear, he resigned after that. Okay. Yeah, so the, one of the reasons why he got suspended is because there was a picture of him with the MAGA hat on and it yeah. was going viral. Mm. And they can't have that. They can't have uh, – because he was saying also that the D.C. police had to remain neutral. So you could not show your support for Biden. You yeah. could not show your support for Trump. And the fact that he had a MAGA hat on made it look like, oh, boy, he's showing his support for Trump. we got to fire him. Yeah. Yeah, which, which I don't disagree with. I, I think you need to be as unbiased as possible when you're in a work situation. I, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, but you know, but he said that he wasn't allowed to explain the situation why he put the hat on. I know it was a unique situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm not agreeing with him being terminated. <laughs> he basically put on camouflage. Yeah, I, I'm not agreeing with him exactly. being terminated. <laughs> I, I, what I'm agreeing with is I understand the policy, but they also should allow him to speak why he did it, and they weren't in the situation he was in. Yeah, and also just I, sure. I I just don't listen. I don't buy. I just don't buy the fact that uh, he had to put the hat on for personal safety. Um, there's been so many situations where people of other parties and we've, we've seen this with with interviews where like, you know, the uh, Trump's having an event and there's there's uh, liberals and Democrats on the other side of the street protesting. And when a Republican goes on that side, he gets just, uh, you know, basically assaulted verbally. And then when a, uh, you know, leftist comes into the right side, they say, hey, come on in, man, we'll just come check it out. You'll like what we and they give him hugs and shit. Like, I just don't buy that, like Trump supporters are violent people. And if you support Biden, they're just going to beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the left, bro. If you support Trump, they will verbally assault you. They will take your hat. They'll beat you up. They'll try to beat you up, I should say. Well, I think maybe he was under the assumption that all the Capitol Police officers, if they tried to go out there, were just going to get their ass kicked. Well, and maybe maybe, he saw that because there were people who dressed up like MAGA supporters. I mean, I've seen tons of, like, undercover video where people were filming with their cell phones of— protesters changing into MAGA gear underneath trees, you know, behind buildings, and they're like, "Uh, delete the video! I'm changing my clothes here! Yeah. So, like, we know that there were uh, agitators within the actual crowd, and they were dressed up like MAGA supporters, so you never know who's gonna fucking beat your ass and who's not, but... Well, I mean, you're you're a cop. You know what I'm saying? If you were, like, a a civilian, and you were concerned, uh, then maybe, but, like, as a police officer, it's like, Bro, you're I know, but even a police officer with that size of the crowd, you're going to be a little afraid. You know what I mean? But, I mean, to your point, though, how many officers never put on a freaking MAGA hat and didn't get beaten to death, right? All of them. So it's like, yeah, just be like them. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the, the idea that there's just, like, so much lack of respect that that, that these Trump supporters are going to beat up cops. I mean, let's be real. Trump uh, conservatives were the ones that were supporting cops even when shit was tough for them. Yeah, like it just is. It, it, to me, it's a funky narrative. And I, I listen. I'm not him, so I'm not in the situation where I, where, you know, I know where his safety was or how he felt at the time. I don't. I just think it's a little bit of a cop out, like that you were like, well, oh, pun intended. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> cop out. Yeah. So but I think that some people, some people would look at the, uh, they would distinguish the DC police from the actual police. Like the DC police, they would think eh, a little bit more corrupt. You know Maybe. what I mean? 
I don't know. They might Who be knows? a little owned by the D.C. Uh, politicians and whatnot. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure I don't know the, if I'm that's sure true. there are some that are like that, but I imagine the, the corruption came more from just Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just her. Yeah, just her. I don't know, man. I don't know. She, I, had, sole, she had sole control over what the Capitol Police did. Yeah, I just I, I think as far as like viewing people like I think, uh, you know, certain people in the country respect law enforcement to a you know, to, to an extent. And some people have zero respect for them. And, and I and I do think what you have noticed in the videos and we'll see more of it is that there were a lot of good people out there, seriously, who were trying to tell people like chill out like this is not the you know, like anybody that was breaking a window was like and we saw the one guy he's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, why you got aren't people you that are fucking up? destroying this video? You guys aren't doing shit about it. Like none of us are here for that crap, and there's a couple people that are doing it, and you're doing nothing. So I just feel like the majority of people knew their responsibility, and were seeing shit happen that they didn't have control over. And it was really, I don't want to say just a handful. There was hundreds and hundreds of people that were doing dumb shit, uh, and that were probably not real supporters of Trump. That's my opinion about it. Uh, but we'll find yes, out. It's indeedy. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, another thing that uh, I wanted to talk about that I thought was uh, rather interesting was uh, an exchange that was going back and forth uh, with uh, Robert Kennedy and uh, I can't remember his name. I don't. I actually Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell. I for some reason. Oh, here it is. I do have it. Uh, Jerome Powell. He is actually the uh, Federal Reserve Chairman. Yep. Okay. Interesting conversation. Uh, just was it Monday? I was talking to you guys. We went to we went to Dallas looking at homes, and I was mm-hmm. talking about the uh, increased interest rates, and that is obviously sucky uh, when you're trying to uh, purchase a home. It's it's not good. Uh, but, Very sucky. Yeah, but <laughs> you know it's one of those situations where you have to kind of watch the ebb and flow of the whole thing, and, and there's ups and downs, and you know whatnot. And he had this hearing, uh, which I didn't watch the entire thing, and I, I saw a clip of it that I thought was rather interesting. Uh, and it's uh, Robert Kennedy, okay? Uh, and this guy does a good job. I will say that. Like, he's pretty good at, like, having dialogue with people and kind of uncovering Oh, hell yeah, dude. He's smart. He's real smart. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of people saying, like, why is do we not have guys like this that are running or at least, like, you know, VPs and shit like that? You know, somebody mm-hmm. that's intelligent. Well, he is running, uh, supposedly, for president, right? We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I think, you know. Well, no, it no, was. No, no, different, no. Different one. This is the older Robert F., uh, Robert Kennedy. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. There's, there's. This is a different Robert Kennedy? It's not Robert Kennedy. Is his name Robert Kennedy? Am I just. John Kennedy. John Kennedy. I'm sorry. It was John Kennedy. My bad. Is that what it is? Mr. Oh, Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, John Kennedy. So, my bad on that one. But regardless, <laughs> uh, neither here nor there. Uh, he has a discussion with this guy and this is why i thought it was interesting it's a hearing situation we watch these many many times before in all different circumstances and most of the time it's around and around and around and around of getting somebody to answer a stupid simple question and they refuse to do it and then there's always this back and forth and these big moments of gotchas and all this other stuff yeah this particular conversation i thought was really really well done uh and if you look at the comments here it says this is actually a good conversation the man isn't getting super defensive and the truth prevails I got to respect both of these men. One is revealing the truth. The other one is not denying or trying to avoid the answer. This is where we need to be in this country. This conversation is how these hearings should go. Like, if you're doing something, you need to fess up to what you're doing because maybe it's not that bad. But you just need to be honest. So here's it, here it is. Uh, and just listen to what he says about it, about the rates and whatnot and what they're doing to the country right now. You're raising interest rates to slow the economy, are you not? Yes, to cool the economy off. Um, and one of the ways you measure your success, other than 
fluctuation in gross domestic product is the unemployment rate. Is it not? Yes, one of the measures. Okay. So in effect, this, I'm not being critical. When you're slowing the economy, you're trying to put people out of work. That's your job, is it not? Not really. We're trying to we're trying to restore price stability. No, um, you're trying you're trying to raise not, not the wages. Un, you're trying to raise the unemployment rate. There are and, lo- and so there are a lot of me, that mean I know you don't like the phrase, so let me strike it. You're trying to raise the unemployment rate, are you not? No, we're not trying to raise it. We're trying to realign supply and demand, which could happen through a bunch of channels, like for example, uh, you know, just job openings. All job right, let openings. Me, let could... me put it another way, okay? The Economist did a did a wonderful study. This is interesting, right here. They looked at at, at ten disinflationary periods in America, going all the way back to the 1950s. Disinflation is what you're trying to do. It's a slowing in the rate of inflation. Am I right? Yes. In other words, prices don't go down. They just don't go up as fast. Deflation is when prices actually go down. You're trying to achieve disinflation, are you not? Yes, we are. Okay. Based on history, in the 10 times that we got inflation down, disinflation since the 1950s, in order to reduce inflation by 2%, Unemployment had to go up 3.6%. Now, that's history, is it not? I don't have the numbers in front of me, but, yes, the standard has been that there have been recessions and downturns when okay. the Fed has tried to reduce inflation. Now, right now, the, well, the current inflation rate is 6.4%, and the current unemployment rate is 3.4%. Now, if history is right, I'm not asking you to, 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 again, blame anybody, but if history is right, unless you get some Enough. help... In order to get inflation down from 6.4% to, let's say, 4.4%, and the unemployment rate is going to have to rise to 7% based on history. That's what the record would say. Okay. All right, so and to get inflation down. So he goes down. So he just admitted it. Yeah, so he goes down. As, and the next thing, and listen, obviously there's another minute and a half here. And this is very, very interesting. i got to be honest with you. Like, I, I, I actually enjoyed listening to this. He says in order to get the inflation rate to 2.2 again, mm-hmm. we have to have 10% unemployment rate. Unemployment, yeah. And so when, yep. I'm, when I'm sitting there talking about, you know, that we just got a little hit, that the interest rate in this particular situation was at 7% plus, yeah. that is them trying to slow shit down. So it's not that it's like it needs to be that high. It's how they feel like it's the only way that they can get the economy back on track. Well, yeah. well and not only that, but like um, – the what he did right there is what everybody does the changing of definitions and not being honest like hello what do you mean it, it, like it, it took like him it took a uh, senator kennedy a roundabout way for this guy that he was interviewing the jerome powell mm-hmm. right yeah to admit what kennedy was trying to say like you're trying to raise the unemployment rate that's what you're trying to do yeah, right he, he said that he goes no, very- no 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 i'm not and then, like, he basically, the senator had to re-kind of state exactly what he said. Yeah. It's the same thing. Dude, I actually think you know that I mean? you're, like, I actually think you're not giving him credit at all. Like, this guy was answering questions better than I've ever seen somebody answer questions. And truthfully. Like, I don't really consider that a roundabout. You're, if you're in a hearing, you're not just going to say everything out loud right off the bat. Like, you're going to let him ask the questions, and most of the time they defect from the answers. Like, that, I don't know anything about that. I'm not sure. No, I can't I verify. I think what... What I'm getting at is, like, it took him a 
roundabout way to admit, yes, uh, we will have to raise unemployment rates in order to decrease the inflation rate. No, he said that right away, man. He, he literally asked him, like, do you have to do it? He said, yes, that's part of the process of what we have to do. Where he gets, dis- you don't see it here, but when he says, well, in order to get 2.2, we need to have 10% unemployment roughly, and he goes, I don't think we're ever going to get to that point. Like, that's not really, like, we don't go that far with it. That's kind of how he, he frames it. But, like, I, I don't, listen, we've watched people on these hearings spend 45 minutes plus talking about the same fucking question over and over and over. And this was a minute and 22 minutes and 22 seconds. I'm where, sorry, I don't have the data in front of me. That's not, but, yeah, I mean, exactly. ba- ultimately what it came down to is he, had, he said, like, in order to knock down inflation, we have to cause a depression. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Well, and no. that's typically how the cycles work throughout a history. Like, our financial system depends on depressions. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know that that's what it is, uh, to be honest with you. Like, well, I mean, if unemployment is at 10%, and that's the only way you can get inflation to stop going up, regardless instead, regardless of the reason why it's going up, that that is going to... That's a recession going into depression, or you're already in depression at that point. Well, they're trying to avoid a depression. Yeah. And so they're trying to, well, like, they're going to say they're well, going to avoid that, but as it, history shows the more they do this, the more it causes depression. Yeah. With unemployment, though, it's interesting because there are those theories there where, you know, there was something that was rolled out for uh, medical, uh, you know, intervention within the last year or two. Yeah, and there's some speculation that the work por- the workforce would have to be replaced within three years. So I'm wondering if something will happen with this, as far as uh, the medical inform or medical intervention, getting people sick, and then they have to uh, they don't have a workforce. You know what I mean? And there goes your unemployment rate. Your unemployment rate will go up because your workforce is going down. It's kind of what it was making me think about, like in my conspiracy mind. Yeah, I sure. I mean, like I, I, I don't. I think all those avenues are possible. I mean, I don't, I don't buy that, but I think that it's very, very possible because these guys will do damn near anything. But well, at the same time, I, I feel like it's just like him. I, I think that that's we. Kennedy pointed out this has been going on since the 1950s, bro. Well, yeah. That this is like when we have situations where we're having issues, like one of the ways to kind of curb the inflation is to, you know, you have to kind of bring the unemployment back up a little bit and it helps people not purchase. Like it just starts leveling the market. I'm not an economist. I have no idea like what the ins and outs are. None of us are. Uh, But at the same time, like, sure, I know that there's ways that they have to do it, but I think they're trying to avoid a, a big depression or like a big bubble pop that we may see coming down the road. I don't know if they can fix it though. That's the yeah, problem. I don't, know. I don't think they can fix it either. I don't bro. think that I don't think they're trying to avoid it. Otherwise, why would you just keep doing the same fucking thing over and over again? Cuz it works. No, it doesn't work. What do you mean? This it is exactly work. what they did in 08. I know, and then they, it comes out and, and, then, everybody, and then everything fucking crashed. I know, but we've seen I've seen really good economic people on on YouTube talking about this and like you will always have ups and downs. You're always going to have mini collapses and then growth afterwards. When 2008 happened, that was a gold mine for a lot of people. It sucked for and the people that got also a death sentence for a lot. Yeah, but uh, I agree with you. But at the same time like we were able to purchase homes at at really good prices. We got major growth out of it. 
you know, even for short periods of time, there was some decent economy. You know what I mean? The people that got fucked were people that got hoodwinked by the bank and, and obviously didn't, you know, I don't know about you guys, Greg, I don't know about you or anybody, but like, you know, your finances, you should. Yeah. And you know where you sit and you know, like, Hey, if this goes bad or that goes bad, like, is this something we want to get into just because you can afford or are approved for a $500,000 home doesn't mean that you buy a $500,000 home. Yeah. So yes, people got hoodwinked. People got fucked. They were trying to push people into situations. That's mostly on them. And it's also on the fact that, you know, just citizens in general don't understand things and they don't try to understand things anymore. Uh, you're talking about making a huge investment. If you're talking about <clears throat> the homes, that's yeah. a huge investment. And if you don't know shit. Well, and then they're not taught you know? things. They're not taught things in school on like how to yeah. actually balance a budget, how to balance a checkbook, how to pay your taxes, how to do anything. You know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah. I mean it's very some- rarely that you'll have like a high school course that will teach you those things. True. Well, I mean, if somebody can ex- explain it any different, I just feel like. To fight inflation, raising an interest rate is not the only way to do that. I feel like the only reason inflation is going up because things, quote unquote, are getting more expensive. Why are they getting more expensive? Because it's the people that are producing those things. It's getting more expensive for them. So why aren't you? Why don't just go cut the head off the snake and make do something? Whether it be tariffs on imports or make more money on exports or whatever is costing all these people so much money yeah well and i heard and um, then that would that would halt i heard dan bongino go ahead yeah i heard dan bongino explain it kind of um, interestingly too because he's like they they want a market crash because they owe so much in debt could be because the the value of the dollar will uh will go down during a, a mm. depression yeah. right yeah so if the market crashes and the value of the dollar goes down so does your debt uh-huh and so he's like to minimize the debt, the the value of the dollar needs to get really, really low. And so he's like, they want this whole thing to crash, so that way they don't owe as much money. Yeah, but that goes back up again. Like, that's a temporary fix. Yeah, I think that's what Chris is saying. Like, And what I was saying kind of to combat it was that there's no way to always have a great economy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to have downs. It's going to have ups. There's going to be points where people are upset with the economy. And, but that, that's going to happen. It's just how you handle it. We haven't had a great depression. The 2008 was really bad. And then obviously in the what? The, the 30s was rough. Yeah. You know, uh, those are huge ones. Uh, but we don't have those mm-hmm. all the time. They happen and they <clears throat> suck when they do. Uh, but I, I looked it up and it says, why is raising interest rates good for inflation? As theory goes, it is more expensive to borrow money or carry a balance on a credit card. Consumers will spend less money. When spending declines, demand will fall, and eventually so will prices of everyday goods. So if you have money to spend, people will demand more money because there's a more, more of a market for it. Same with like toys that I collect and shit, right? If there's more demand for it, you're willing to spend a lot more money on that particular piece. Whereas if, if you don't have the money to spend, mm-hmm. those, those numbers come down. And then all of a sudden, goods But come look down. at the houses, though. Because this is, this is the prime example of Californians moving to Texas. Like... The reason why the the prices are going up is because you have these people that are willing to spend more. They have more money to spend, and they're always going to sell the house to the highest bidder. Yeah, but I, I, right? California is really expensive. Austin's expensive, if that's what you're talking about. Austin, for sure. Yeah, Austin's expensive. Well, well no, I'm just talking about like when you have like Californians that sell their house for like 1.5 million, and they go somewhere, and they're they're buying up these houses because they can pay whatever like 50 grand over the the asking price sure you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. compared to most and yeah, so that's the same thing if you're they're willing with. to pay that much then 
then eventually that higher well, yeah, then price Joe, becomes Joe Blow next door is going to go, oh, well, I can get that much for my house too then. Yeah, but that doesn't work that way. Yeah. Exactly. No, I mean, it doesn't work that way. Like, if just because this guy got 650000 for your house doesn't mean you will get 650000 We all know people that are in that. I was in that situation. But over time, that makes all the houses go up. Not really. Yeah. Right. No, no, that's that's, trend, that's right? why when people start when we were like in our situation before, people were leaving Portland. Uh-huh. And that's why all the houses outside of Portland, Vancouver, Longview, all that stuff, the prices of the houses were going up and up and up because people were just yep. coming in and buying houses. Now all these houses the market is going up, now all these are worth more. To an extent. But like that just because you spent well, the they were money buying on it, they were buying houses at more than the asking price. Some. But you, you know have I mean? to you have to have the people that are willing to pay it. Like yeah. only so yeah. many people from Portland are going to move to Cowlitz County, bro. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? But, like uh, I could sell my house for this much, but that doesn't mean the next person buying a house is going to be able to pay that much. So it, like just because this house sold for six hundred fifty thousand dollars does not mean the next house, even though it's equivalent, is going to sell for six hundred fifty thousand dollars. And and the market's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like on the average, though, on the average, you're getting more people buying. At over the asking price, and if that happens, then if you're going to trend upward in the house yes. prices. But my my wife's grandma bought her house. I don't remember how much it was, but it was like a one bedroom, pretty small little Q house. But it's a small home. You know, it was like a couple hundred thousand. In normal situations, that ain't a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, is that going to happen to everybody? Not necessarily, unless there's just nothing available, and that's all you have to choose from, and that has happened for sure. But, like, obviously Austin's a desirable place because of the tech industry. But, like, I, I can go to Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, Buda, Kyle, Harker Heights, you name it, and I can get a house half the price as I would in Longview. So, like, it's not like this systemic thing that all housing is expensive. It's desirable locations. Why is Callis County desirable? Because it's only an hour yeah. away from Portland. You know what I'm saying? And so the housing. Sure. Yeah, that, I wasn't saying it was like all over the place. Oh, I know. I, you know, I'm just saying like in these certain situations where you have people moving to desirable locations and they're willing to pay more than the asking price. Yeah, but you, that will move the trend of the housing prices in that area up. I I I I would disagree a little bit. Like I think it does to an extent, but like it, it depends on the location. Like you can have a nice home and then a home next to it that is not equivalent. And the house is not going to all, all of a sudden be worth a lot more money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It has to do with area. has to do with all, all kinds of factions. There are certain parts in Austin here where there's houses that are literally like brand new or rebuilt homes. Fantastic homes next door to a two-bedroom shack. Yeah. Because people are just buying up these ch- shitty homes and redoing them. You know what I'm saying? And you're yeah. right. Well, and then it, it could be um, like just the price of everything is going up. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, a big one. Like, like houses... Are, are in that bucket where, I mean, yeah, they, they're going to cost a lot more money because the price of everything is going up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found a fun fact, or it's a fast fact about the Depression. It says wages dropped 42%. So this is during the Great Depression. Yeah, Your wages dropped 42%. Real estate prices dropped 25%. And the U.S. economic output fell by 30%. And many of the investors' portfolios became worthless as stock prices cratered. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if everything kind of goes into this Great Depression mode again, you're going to see everything go down. The price of the dollar go down. Real estate prices go way down. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, what, what do you think um, – where do you think this goes? I, do, I, I, I don't think it's going to be good. 
I think if if, if it at the least it's gonna be a an 08 again. But I mean, yeah, if the dollar completely collapses, I don't, I don't know and if they it'll... want you to go into like this. I don't know if it'll completely. I don't know if it'll completely collapse. No, I I don't know that it will. I mean, it'll it's going to go down a lot, but there's just my whole thing is there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way than just raising interest rates and punishing people that are willing to spend money and put money into our economy and into our economy. There's got to be a different way to keep goods and services and all that stuff cheaper and not punish the people that are actually willing to spend money on it. It's supply and demand, though. I mean, at the end of the day, dude, that's like basic capitalism, supply and demand. And, like, I've seen that in the food industry the entire time I worked there. There are certain situations where, like, you know, ribeyes, for example, are, like, fucking $11 a pound. You know what I'm saying? But then all of a sudden, you know, maybe maybe people aren't spending as much. Maybe it's not a holiday season. Whatever the situation, they have too much ribeye. Yeah. And they have to sell it for a very cheap price because the sales are Yeah, but that's not what this is. This isn't a supply and demand demand issue. Well, that's exactly what he's saying it is. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Are you well, trying to argue also, that he's not telling depend- you the truth? What, what, what was that? Well, doesn't it depend on how much money? Doesn't it depend on how much money is in circulation, too? Because whenever there's, like, some sort of pricing issue, they'll always print more money. And when you print more money, that, that's why you have inflation as well, because you have more money out there. So, I mean, the, the price of the dollar goes down. I, I feel you know like I mean you're you're it's like you're probably I, not I wrong. Don't, you're probably not wrong. I, I but that's like way beyond like my. Yeah. I feel like it's very easy to say like we print a lot of money and that's why inflation's a problematic. But the the truth is is like that printed money I'm not getting extra. You're not getting extra. You know what I'm saying? Like the money I earn is my money and it's the dollar. I'm holding up a dollar. I value it as a dollar and the person at the store values it as a dollar. Now obviously there's backdoor things that they change the pricing based on that and that's fine. But at the same time, like if you have money to spend and you're spending it, right, yeah. then that company can say, hey, we're selling a lot of this shit. Uh, you know, we can increase the value just a little bit. You know what I mean? We have to hire more people because we're selling a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So now there's backdoor costs that comes in. Shipping is expensive because the trucking industry is harder. There's like a million factors to it. I understand why they're doing it. It's just in this in this point in time, especially when, like to your point, Chris, you, we have money to spend on home. You know, we ha- we're ready to go. We yeah. want to do it here soon. But you can't really because you're obviously taking a huge chunk from the bottom dollar. You know what I'm saying? As, as far as buying, like yeah. you're, you're losing it. But it's, to say it's, it's a 70-year process now of doing this, if not longer, where they've had to kind of do these kind of things to kind of self-adjust. And at the end of the day, no one's gave a shit before. I mean, I'm sure some people griped about it. Well, then wouldn't that tell you that that, that, that process doesn't fucking work? Well, I would argue why would it, why would you say it doesn't work? I'm not agreeing. because they constantly have to raise shit and collapse shit to make it come back down. If you, you, I think it's designed to work that way. I though. mean, you if it worked, you wouldn't have to collapse everything to make it come back down to where it was supposed to be or even close to it. I think that's that's how it's designed to work though. So it does work well because they the the depression, well, the collapse is built into the model. To some extent, I think you're probably you know, right. but uh, I get what you're saying, Chris. No, it doesn't work for the people. Well, I mean, listen, I, it would. I don't think it was ever supposed to. You know, I I feel like there's like two realities happening here because there's there's situations where like I don't I don't see where somebody's coming from, and, and I look at it, and I actually got many years ago when we first started this, I got into this like little back and forth. I don't do this. 
But I got into a back and forth with a guy who was bitching about pricing and all this other shit. And I was like, bro, I bought my first house for $50,000, $55,000. And it wasn't in the nicest neighborhood, but I I worked on the home. I took care of it. I resold it, made money, used that to make a down payment on this. Like, to say that you have, like, there was a guy that just posted a video who says, I make, me and my wife make $120,000, okay, combined. We said, you said they spent five or six years struggling mightily. Mm Mm-hmm. And they finally got to a situation where he got his raise. He kind of got into it. His wife finally became a teacher. They make one hundred twenty thousand dollars, and he's like, you know, it just pisses me off because we have we have uh, we have forty thousand dollars down right now, and we're ready to buy a home. And this is the house that they told us the only house available in our price range, and this is what it is. And it was this literal shack with wood wind like wood over the windows, dirt all over. I mean, it was nasty, bro. And I'm go- <laughs> and I'm going bull shit and if that is real move the fuck away from wherever you're at <laughs> because I, I don't listen dude i'm on i'm on zillow i've i've owned a couple homes at this point okay yeah. i'm not saying i'm smarter than anybody or any of that crap but i've been through the process and you can get a home right now that is affordable it may not be exactly where you want it to be but you can get into a home okay and so I don't buy this fact that there was one house available and it was this literal like dirt yard broken down home and you have $120,000. Where are you at? Like if you're in LA, yeah, the most desirable yeah. location. Right? Yeah, but like come on man, I've never me and my wife have never made $120,000. Even when I was doing really well, we were maybe no. making 100 or low hundreds at best. Okay? Yeah. And that we still had a nice ass home. We still had cars. We still had projects and fun shit that we were doing. We were renovating. I had a toy collection. We were doing the podcast. Like, you're something's yep. off if you have that much money and you're struggling. Dude, they have a, there's people with a lot of debt, and they don't know how to fucking handle their money. Just, that's, that's straight up. I, I know, like, a, that is a lot some of family members. My, some of my family members are just, like, deep in debt, or at least they were. But this guy claimed he also and had like, high credit like, scores. Hello. He well, said, you can have high credit scores oh. and still be... You can dead out your ass. You can. Yeah. You can. Uh, and I agree I mean, with that's that. kind of how you get high credit scores. Well, to, <laughs> to <laughs> a point. It doesn't have to be, but that's, that's true. that is, uh, well, you know, taking you make I mean, mine's, mine's pretty good, but, I mean, we had a lot of, we had we didn't have a lot of debt, but we had a bunch of debt sources. So, I mean, it, it mounted up to a little mm-hmm. bit, but you have, always have to have debt to have credit. You have to. You have to maintain uh, that's why when we had the opportunity, we paid everything yeah. off, but we yeah. didn't pay off our credit cards fully. We left like a grand in there and we just pay them off like, you know, yep. here and there. And that way we maintain our credit scores. Yeah. So it's, and uh, that to me, and see, that's again, different people, different tastes, different, you know, things. I've and, always valued credit scores highly. My mother always said like, you have to, I don't care. Pay your fucking bills. Don't take out too much if you can't afford it. And so I've never had bad credit ever. And so, I just feel like there. when people say that, then people get on a comment and they say, like, man, this country's fucked. And I'm like, bro, I don't know where you're at or what you're doing or where you're looking. But, like, if that is the area you're in, then I'm sorry. You have to move. Well, not only that, but, like, put some more effort into explaining your your situation. Be like, dude, I have 100% credit. I have, like, great credit scores. I have blah, 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 you know. And this is all I can afford. This country's fucked. You know, like, put a little background into this story, like, uh, okay, you can only afford a hundred twenty thousand dollars shack, but how is your credit? No, it's score? not one hundred twenty thousand. He, he, him, and his wife well, made one hundred twenty thousand together. Oh, that's right, that's right. They that's had right. like yeah. twenty or forty thousand down, and he was saying they weren't even approved for anything 
other than this one house, which he didn't say what it was. He didn't say like what he was approved for as a family. Yeah. Which kind of you know who knows again to Chris's point the debt, but also he said it's the only house in our area that we could afford was this house right here, and I was going. What yeah, time to get the, the fuck out of that area then. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, that's just 120000 is above the normal. Like, that is above normal. Oh, yeah. Like, for the average yeah. family in America, that is above normal. And you look around, drive around, there's people in homes, bro. Some are rented, some are owning them. People do live in homes, shockingly, right? I mean, it's not <laughs> like everybody lives in a shed. <laughs> I mean, what are the people that yeah. make 80000 combined doing? Like, are they just living in a fucking, de- well, maybe they are, in a tent down the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? But I, I am down by the river. I don't. I don't buy that shit. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. I like. I. I again, like, and maybe that's teaching. Maybe that's what it is. You know. But yeah. I, again, like, whether Dude, it is teaching. Yeah. I mean, because you had a great mom. Um, I, I did I have had a great. A gra- mom. I had a great. You know, mom and and stepdad, and they always taught me about credit too. And luckily, we had parents that kind of taught us how to handle our credit. They they actually like my mom went into the first loan, my first loan with me. So she like co-signed with me, mm-hmm. and she's like, "You better, you better make your freaking payments." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm not making this shit, and, and it'll take your car away, and I'll sell it to somebody, right? Yeah. So it's this, yeah, it's that discipline and knowing how to handle your your shit, and uh, yeah, getting uncomfortable with debt because a lot of people are super comfortable being in debt, bro. They're just they like, are. eh, put yeah. it on the credit card, put it on the credit card, ah, forget about it. Yeah, there are, there's definitely people that don't think twice about spending. Uh, even mm-hmm. even though it's a poor ass decision like that, I I got tons of family that are in that that situation, uh, and and it's just it's not it's not good, it's not good because you can get really under really really fast and that's fine. I mean, it, it, to each their own. You know what I'm saying? You have to live with that shit, and sometimes it takes you into your fifties to figure it out, I guess. But <laughs> sometimes you luck out, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I think you know just jumping on a situation like that first opportunity to buy that home that I did was random as fuck. I wasn't planning on buying a home. It just was That's there. True. And I was like, yeah. wait, you're telling me I can get this house for $55,000. And I bought it. And we did the yard. We cleaned it up. We did a bunch of shit to it. And it was rad. And then we ended up making 100 some thousand on it. And that yeah. pro- projected us into buying yeah. the second home that we bought, which yep. we got for 160000 We ended up selling it for $550,000. Like, yep. That's how you like, either do it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Take a risk or don't. It might not have panned out. And some people it won't. Yeah. But, you know, it's just taking a little risk. Maybe, like, don't buy the top-notch house. Buy something you can actually renovate, get a good price on. What do they always say? Go. Like, try to find a well, home in the best Well, that's the other thing, too, is you, you had the skills to renovate your house by yourself, which, I mean, it's, it's a lot of money to renovate, right? Well, depending you, on what you're you doing. Have the skill. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, sure, I guess. You know, but, like, you can renovate your house. I know you're not handy. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, you're not the guy that's – you are. You're getting there. <laughs> you're getting there. Uh, but I'm saying, like <laughs> – I'm yeah. trying. Like, listen, you can, though. Like, there's there's avenues where you can get on and you can learn. Like, hey. Uh, I got YouTube. I can learn anything. Yeah, I, I, I'm <laughs> just saying you, you have a leak. You have something going on. You have drywall that's rotted. You have a hole in your wall. Like, you could easily yeah. hire somebody to do it. That's fine. Or you could just look it up and try to figure out if it's something you can do and then try it. And, and it, maybe you yeah. save yourself a couple hundred bucks doing it. I don't know. You know what else you should try? Jump on, on a ghost bed, baby. Ooh, Those me, fluffy me, I gotta, mattresses, dude. I oh, just got to pop that up, bro. Yes, we love Ghostbed. They have been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros over the past five years. Everybody raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever, and they're made in the U.S. of A. Oh, yeah. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like you can send it right back. No hard feelings. 
And our favorite part about GhostBed is that each mattress has that cooling technology in it. So on those hot nights down in Texas that are coming your way, oh, you guys. They are coming, for sure. These things are going to be a lifesaver. Yeah, GhostBed also offers bundles so you can get everything you need. You don't even really have to think about it, man. Just choose from their four mattresses, then pick your bundle. So whether you need just a mattress or a frame or you want it all, like those pillows and sheets, uh, you get the best bang for your buck with those bundles. Hell yeah, right now on their website, 50% off all bundles? What the heck? Plus, you can get 35% off of everything else if you just use that code DRINKINGBROS at ghostbed.com slash DRINKINGBROS. Yeah, man. You can get a mattress for as little as 35 bucks a month. Zero down, 0% financing plan. Go check it out. Ghostbeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. And I will say this, dude. I own one. I love it. Uh, they've been super good as far as, like, you know, if we had an issue, they were hooking us up. And uh, it is cool, man. I got to be honest with you. It keeps my balls nice and cold. Okay. Well, you know what else is cool? Not having a piss-soaked, rusty, crusty RV mattress in your camper, okay? <laughs> so get that thing out of there, that default crusty mattress, and get yourself a nice, plush ghost bed RV mattress, 30% off using the code Drinking Bros. Absolutely. And when you're getting on that bed, okay, and enjoying the comforts, maybe you throw in a little, uh, a little pouch. What do you say, Greg? You got to do it, dude. Not everyone uses nicotine, but if you do... You'll want to listen up, okay? Mm. Get ready. This is an ad for Lucy's Breakers. Oh, yeah, it's coming, baby. Oh, if you're one of the millions of adults who use nicotine, you know that not all products are the same, and there's one new product that stands above the rest. That's right. Lucy Breakers. <laughs> they are the only nicotine pouch that gives you a blast of flavor from the first moment all the way to the last. Oh, my God. Okay, man. I love that. Uh, it's very energetic there, Greg. Now, what's nice about these guys, you can actually order. You can save 15% uh, getting these subscriptions where they just send the stuff to your house, man. And I can tell you as a nicotine user, and I use it every day, all day long, pouches, okay? Uh, I have to go to the Minimart in those late night runs with uh, Lucy Breakers. You can order this and have stuff sent straight to your home. Um, I think this stuff tastes amazing, lasts a long time, and I always say that mouthfeel. But there's a thing to that, man. It's an old chewer. Uh, that mouthfeel is very, very important. So you guys should definitely check it out. Whether you use nicotine while working, creating, or playing, Lucy Breakers are the intelligent choice for you. Yeah, we got a special deal for our listeners. Get $10 off your first order using the promo code PARDON at checkout, and shipping is always free. That's lucy.c. Oh, promo code PARDON to receive $10 off and that free shipping. Visit lucy.co for more details, and we thank Lucy for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, here's that fine print for you guys. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age-verified. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I, however, like nicotine, so I use this every day. So you should try it if you like it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's some good stuff right there. I tell you what. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up here pretty soon. But I did want to talk about this uh, this woman, dude. This woman. This woman? This woman. She decided uh, she was a 21-year-old woman, and she mm -hmm. claims that she was having a dream when she stabbed her ex-boyfriend 19 times. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sure. Hmm. Well, I mean, easy to say, but uh, she does look a little crazy. I got to be honest with you. There is a there was oh a photo in there. Oh my god, she does look at her. Yeah, she's got that. <laughs> she's got that look that you just want to avoid she at just have, all costs. She has that. I want to stab you. Look, she has she that. Does. I'm going to bite your dick off. Look, you uh, know what I mean? Yeah, bit, yeah. the Lorena Bobbitt vibe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Like she's willing to take some scissors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, so she did stab her boyfriend 19 times last month. Uh, Morgan Lund, 21, pled not guilty. Uh, in February, uh, saying that she was has a mental disease, basically defect, right? Hmm. You she, think? So it's it's an interesting story, dude. Uh, so she claimed that she woke up around six thirty in the morning, okay, 
and took the baby. They have, she has a baby with this man. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she took the baby into the living room where her ex was sleeping on the couch. Probably not a great night, I'm guessing, right? If he's on the couch and you had the baby in the room, probably already fighting. Uh, maybe the baby was freaking out and he was like, fuck this, I'm yeah, sleeping on the couch. There's a chance. He's We've like, all been there. Yeah. Uh, so she took the baby out to the couch so the child could play in the playpen before she returned to bed. And then this is a quote. She had a muddled memory of something that might have been a dream or her imagination, but she thought the victim, the, the man, the boyfriend, was yelling at her daughter. Okay, in, mm. in a court document, she said this. Lund told cops that she saw a dark, non-human, quote-unquote, figure, hmm. a phenomenon Dude. she's been hallucinating for six months, start Dude, so attacking her ex. Like the uh, the dark figures. So I did a, a Strange Sauna episode with Ashley, one of our patrons. Oh, yeah, the sleep paralysis. Yes. Yes, the sleep paralysis. And she was saying that she saw these dark figures yeah. during her sleep paralysis uh, moments and not only just standing there but pacing back and forth in her hallway and whatnot mm-hmm. yeah so there's mm-hmm. a thing to it i mean like the, the sleep paralysis stuff is fucking bizarre when you really get uh-huh. into it and i told you i had that one situation where i didn't see figures but it freaked me the hell out dude because uh, it's kind of a weird middle state that you're in for a second there uh but yeah. so what happened was is she saw this figure seemingly attacking her ex in her mind that's what she's claiming she allegedly grabbed a pair of scissors and began trying to kill, that's a quote, the figure. Like trying but to was, save him. But in reality, she was attacking her ex-boyfriend. So mm. the victim told cops he woke up or uh, he woke up to Lund attacking him and was able to fight her off. So I think he survived. Mm, yeah. Uh, stated that she did not know what was happening. She had a dream, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, I mean, she saw this, this uh, thing in her head. I mean, it, listen, how hard is it or how easy is it to just say this is what happened? They just yeah, bro- they broke but, up recently. Eh? You know what I'm saying? They broke up fairly recently. Yeah, he said the stabbing was not the first time, dude. Lund was violent with him throughout their three-year relationship. Yeah. Yeah. The victim stated okay. that throughout their relationship, Morgan was very abusive, hitting him on several occasions. He yeah. reported that they constantly fight and argue. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, this chick wanted him dead, bro. That's what it is. <laughs> she wanted him dead. You know what I'm saying? Maybe custody issues, maybe, who knows? But Well, I could see maybe if she said she had been seeing this figure for years. Six months, dude. Yeah, six months. She only seen him for six months, and they've been together for years, but now yeah. he's saying she's been violent for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's an easy excuse, right? Because then she could get the job done, which she didn't apparently get the job done, and just come out and say that, uh, you know, hey, I was seeing shit. I need help. So she had a, yeah. a psychiatric evaluation, or she had one ordered for her, She's being held on $250,000 bond on a charge of attempted first-degree intentional homicide. Mm. Well, I so. say the moral of the story is uh, no matter how long you're with your – your because, uh, I mean, woman or man, you know, sure, sure. whatever, just sure. always hide the scissors and hide the knives, okay? Because well, you never know when you're going to sleepwalk. <laughs> That's true, but this just doesn't happen. I would say if you have a violent partner, maybe don't be with that violent partner. Or, you know, Just make sure at least she's not – like possessed by a demon or something. Yeah, there's no maybe, way maybe those that eyes was are not. Maybe she was just possessed, and like she know. was seeing the the possessor. The possessor? Are you talking about the oppressor? Like, and he was he he was like manipulating her vision. Or she just like that's a great story and it's gonna work. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that reminds me of the movie Brain Scan with Edward Furlong back never in seen the that. early nineties. Not, I never heard of this. Yeah, I've never heard. He of plays it. he plays a video game and then falls asleep, and then. He has these vivid dreams of committing murder, and then when he wakes up, he actually committed the murder. Uh Okay. So it's kind of like that. I don't know. But see, you're talking fiction. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fiction becomes which is, reality, Which bro. is what I believe that this chick is. I think. I think. Uh, she, oh, she's not real. No, I think she made this up. Oh. I, I like. Listen, I don't. I don't know shit about shit. Uh, to be honest with you, but I just feel like they had a breakup. Uh, they had a little one. She's nuts, and that she just is using this. But maybe not. But either way, she's. Do you going, think I mean, that she's on medication? I, I don't know, mm. but she, she has looks a history of violence, bro. right? They say she has yeah. a history of yeah. violence. Here's the thing. Regardless, she's going to jail. Like, oh, yeah. Regardless, uh, whether it's uh, first-degree attempted murder or any of that stuff or that she's a nut. I mean, she's going to be somewhere, or she'll just be living in the street in Austin. I don't know. Who knows? Or Portland. <laughs> Maybe we'll see her there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah, you'll see her. I'm not there anymore. She's definitely going to jail. Anyways, no, I thought it was just a fun little uh that was a little fun caveat to end the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it sucks for their their child, which is uh, yeah, gonna grow up with a screwed up freaking family. That's yeah. Sure. I mean, we have lots of cool shit. Uh, we can we can take some into tomorrow. Uh, I did want to say like update on the thing, which we can actually discuss more tomorrow. But uh, the 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 people in uh, Mexico that went over for the little oh, yeah. tummy tuck. Okay. They actually they actually found them. Uh, and, yeah, they're back mm-hmm. in the U.S. now. I guess. Yeah, two of them perished unfortunately. Uh, there's one cartel dude uh who was guarding the shack he was arrested uh you know who knows how that all works out in mexico but uh yeah two people passed away with it and uh two are in a hospital right now in brownsville texas uh getting aid one was shot in the leg seemingly he's gonna live and i don't know about the other guy where is brownsville texas right on the border uh very like corner of texas basically i mean about as as corner as you get i gotta be honest i I feel like it's pretty (laughs) Pretty much at Brownsville, it's you know think of it as on the human body. It's it's on the back end, very low. Mm, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's the anus of Texas. Yeah. So no, they're um yeah they're they're found. Uh, whether they do anything with the actual cartel, I doubt it. Biden's been almost having zero to say about it. Uh, and then that's whatever her name is, uh, Jean Claude Pierre. Jean Claude Van Damme. No, uh, was it Karine? Is it Karen Jean Pierre? Yeah, Karine Jean Pierre. Yeah, she came out and just started talking about fentanyl. So, I mean, she was saying that there's record low numbers, and people are saying, well, that's weird because there's record overdoses. So, what is it? Uh, exactly. She said a border wall was pointless, yada, yada, yada. We can actually break it down a little bit more tomorrow, and I think more inf- information will come out. But uh, basically, they says a level four, don't go over to um, this area of uh, mm-hmm. Mexico. At which, least they're advising people not to go to Mexico. No, just the area. Just bro. that area. Yeah, just that area. Oh. Yeah, it's, okay. just, it's not... I actually you know. saw that spring breakers uh, aren't heeding the advice at all, and, like, there's just <laughs> oh, skyrocketing yeah. levels of spring breakers going to Mexico. Uh, like, they don't give a fuck if they're going to get beheaded or not. Dude. No. Yeah, they don't care. No. They're, they're drunk. You know, yeah. yeah. What happens in Mexico <laughs> stays in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, <laughs> Obviously. bro. Uh, at least your head will stay there in some situations. Anyways, oh, no. we, we will talk about it more tomorrow. Uh, great show, guys. Honestly, it's interesting. I'm glad we got to talk about uh, you know the inflation and the rates and shit because yeah. that is actually affecting me and Chris right now. So, uh, affects everybody. Bro. Yeah, it affects everybody. And uh, Greg's always good to talk to you, man. Chris, yeah. good seeing always you guys. Good talking to you. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on Patreon. Cheers. Peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.